Welcome to Ordinary People Doing Extraordinary Things. I'm your host, Carrie Drugan, and I will be showing you how average, everyday middle-class people are choosing to make positive changes in their life to accomplish what makes them happy. I hope these podcasts will allow you to feel a connection with people who are just like you and make you realize you can have the life you want. Hey everyone, so our first guest is Mel Collins. She's a mother of two, Reiki master, and a life coach helping moms find their true selves. Mel has been a friend of mine for the past few years, and I'm super impressed with how she's been able to really transform her life into doing what she truly loves. So I hope you enjoy our interview. Welcome, Mel. Thank you so much for joining me today on our first podcast ever. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Excellent. So um, Mel and I uh, have known each other for almost, I think, three years now. Um, You came to my dance studio, took some classes. I've taught your daughter. And um, now we've known each other and been very close for a while now. Oh, and you taught my son. Oh, that's right. I did teach your son for a little bit. Yes, he did some crumb, although that wasn't me, but he did do some some hip-hop with us, which is pretty cool. So the whole family has done dance. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So I wanted to kind of start with, um, you know, the podcast is called um, Ordinary to Extraordinary, and I think um, I want to kind of show people how, you know, we're all more similar than we realize, but if we put away the excuses, you know, some of the extraordinary things that we can create. Um, So first I just wanted you to kind of tell everyone, you know, what makes you normal? What makes you ordinary or like everybody else? Oh, well... um... I am pretty, um, pretty normal, boring. No, um, I just, um, you know, I'm a mom. I have two kids, a dog. I mean, you know, we have the same, you know, crazy routine of, you know, dealing with the kids and those kind of things and the normal stuff, you know, that, um, that people deal with. So day to day, you know, go grocery shopping and cook dinner or whatever, those kind of things. We're all, we're all trying to figure that stuff out. Yeah, scheduling, Get a running scheduling, around, right? right? You know, activities, those kind of things. Exactly, exactly. And uh, I think you know one of the things that uh, that I think makes you so extraordinary, um, especially having when I first met you. You know, you are a woman that's approaching her forties, and you know, like you said, a mom of two kids, um, coming from a divorce. There's a lot of things that can in some ways be against you, meaning not enough time, not enough money to kind of do all the things that you want. And I think what's really neat to see is really, um, you know, your growth, you know, you really taking a moment and saying, well, who am I? What is it that I want out of life? And what are the steps that I can kind of take to get there? So I'd love for you to kind of just take us through, um, you know, kind of when that process started of you realizing, okay, who am I? What is it that I want? And then kind of how did that you know, lead you to about where you are now? Hmm, well, uh, I would say I really, um, you know, there was that, you know, that whole transition and everything else. And I think um, as a woman, just for the most part, we're all, you know, everybody wants to figure out that that purpose or whatever it is that they, you know, want to do in life and, and feel um, they're contributing, they're validated and, and um, you know, just really feel... Um, you know, I don't know, like the fullness of life. So I just kind of, uh, kind of got to that point where I, I realized I wasn't engaging that at all, you know, um, in, in my previous life. Um, 
we, we could say. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I don't know, I, I really kind of had to look at it from a standpoint of what really kind of pulled me out of it and moved me forward was that kind of need to, that search for self, but also gratitude. Uh, gratitude, I, I would say, I always go back to that because it's, it's really where kind of it all started from, for me to really see what I really had rather than what was um, taken away or missing or having any, any of those thoughts. Right. So what, what would you say something, you know, looking back, what would you say are things that you would say you were thankful for, especially at that moment of making that adjustment? Um, oh, so many things. I, um, I, I keep a gratitude journal daily. Um, every morning I, I write in my gratitude journal, really kind of sets my day, um, has uh, shifts my perspective. And uh, there are just so many things, even, I don't know, like even in the hardest moments, I would say, and just having the strength to write that I am grateful or, you know, just grateful for, um, you know, just grateful for another day, grateful for my kids, grateful for any support that I had, um, you know, just out of the blue, somebody would, you know, offer me some help or, you know, do something, you know, kind that I would be able to notice when I know, you know, when people are in that low place, it's really hard to see, you know, all the blessings and the fortune that you have. Uh, right in front of you. And, and there's so many um, little steps that, um, you know, just really helped propel me forward. And I knew I needed to do different things, which is what brought me to your studio in, in the first place and, and uh, you know, had me take classes and, you know, get fit mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, you know, get, you know, really, you know, change my, my state because I needed to amp up my energy. I needed to, I needed to have that energy because I had Already, you know, part of my purpose already was being a parent. I mean, you know, I'm a mom, so I, of course, I have responsibility, but it's also something that, you know, I knew that I couldn't um, fall short on, you know, so I really had to, that was some of my drive uh, to really push me forward, Uh, but also, you know, to, to show my kids that you don't have to get knocked down and stay down. You know, you can keep going, but, you know, there, there's so many different things that happen to people and it could be worse, you know, so, right, right. you know, just, just to keep going. And I think that that state of gratitude really just helped me put that into perspective so that I wasn't always thinking of woe is me. Not that I wasn't there. You know, everybody has that moment where, you know, you can, you can sit in it and feel it and, you know, feel the feelings. Um, but eventually, you know, you want to shift out of that because it's just, obviously it's toxic. Right. Would you say that there was somebody that helped you through that or was it something that you just said, you know, out of nowhere that, okay, you know, it's time I be thankful, it's time I push myself out and figure something else or or was it something you were reading or someone you were around that kind of forced you to kind of do that? Where did that come from? Um, I would say it was kind of a mix of everything. Um, Really, I I have always been a person... um, that was interested in self-knowledge and mm-hmm. self-growth. So I would always read things that, you know, just nuggets of information. I have a book that I would keep little quotes in or whatever and, and um, something that would motivate me. And, you know, I might find something inspiring. I, I would always, um, you know, just things that, you know, that, that compel you to, um, to feel differently or inspire you to feel differently. Those things would pop up and, uh, you know, I would just write them down or just sit in appreciation of them. I mean, different people that I would meet, you know, whether it was you or somebody else, um, you know, thought leaders, um, spiritual leaders, just, um, you know, so many different people. Uh, really, with the gratitude journal, I would have to thank Oprah because she, I think she at one point said, 
I mean, on many points, but, you know, at one point she said, keep a gratitude journal. Had it not been, and that was years ago, but that right. seed was planted years ago that I eventually, um, you know, decided, you know, I, I need to start this. And fortunately, I started it before um, that whole process of the transition of divorce and everything else. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, which really, I, I think that, you know, just kind of kept me moving. Right. Um, so yeah, there's just so many. And I mean, I got into, uh, coaching and things like that because, you know, I followed Tony Robbins for years and, and there's a program that I found that, um, had a lot of his, um, teachings within it. So I, you know, I did something else to help myself so that, you know, all around us, there's so many things that we can see right. and, you know, people that come into your lives at just the right moment, you know, each, each place that you're at, you know, just accept where you're at, but you don't have to stay there, you know, like accept it in that moment of, you know, appreciate, okay, this is where I'm at, you know, but it doesn't have to be where you stay, yes. you know, so we can keep moving forward and, and there's always going to be, you know, somebody that comes into your life to help you grow, you know, help you change, um, you know, to enhance your life. I mean, there are all these different levels of, of, you know, beautiful people that come in and help right, you, right. you know, so I, I can't pinpoint, you know, one, one or two people. I mean, I have my parents for support, my family, you know, my sister and, and her husband. I mean, there's so many people, you know, and really, and even my ex, I mean, you know, just striving to work to, um, co-parent and to really, um, make it a situation where it was really for the kids, you know, that also helps pull you out and pull you forward. At least it, you know, did for me, um, you know, and I think it was just really important to change perspective, you know, that it's not, you're not the center of the universe, that you're right. a part of it to keep moving, you know, out and expand out, you know, otherwise you're going to get stuck in that pit. So how does somebody, if they say, well, you know, I have to do this job or I, I feel I have to stay with this person or I have to live here. Um, how do they kind of get out of something like that? How do they kind of move forward? I mean, you're saying, you know, say what you're thankful for. And I think there's a lot of people that say, okay, yeah, I'm thankful. I appreciate. But how do you get someone to say, you know, that, that you can get out of this? What would you suggest? Um, for, you know, for each their own and, and everybody's unique and different. However, you know, we're all, you know, striving to, you know, you got to really have that kind of um, compelling feeling of there's more for me. You know, there's there's something better than where I'm at. And you can appreciate where you're at and you can stay where you're at and you can utilize everything that you're at, you know, I mean, everything that comes to you where you're at, meaning, you know, if it's a hardship, if it's, you know, difficult situation, difficult people, difficult, um, you know, circumstance. You know, there's so many challenges that you could be faced with, but what can you learn from it? What can you, you know, what can, how can you grow out of that? And then, you know, if if it's, you know, to the point where, you know, okay, I need to get somewhere else, make a plan, you know, make a plan of, you know, what you're going to do that's going to help you get there. You know, what are you going to do differently that's going to, you know, just be different than what you did before. You know, right. what you did did before kept you in the same situation that you're not happy in. And, you know, you're doing, if you're constantly doing all these things, you're going to get to a point, a wall where you're going to hit and you're going to realize, okay, um, you know, I've done everything I can. And, you know, at, I'm at this place where I've done everything I can that I know to do. And if there's nothing else coming to you, like help or whatever else, you know, you, there, there's that point where you're like, okay, well, this situation needs to change. You know, it's, it's one thing, you know, when you're in that situation and you're like, you can't see it, but you're, you're making progress or you're doing little things here and there, you know, to kind of move yourself forward. But sometimes that situation, you know, is very limiting. So you have to do something that's 
you know, it's going to be like a, um, a huge jump, you right. know, and sometimes for people that, that risk is a very scary place. I mean, it, you know, transitioning out of a difficult situation, whether it's divorce or whatever, um, it does take kind of that determination of, you know, there is something better and you have to kind of trust that wherever you land, there's going to be something there. You know, you're going to learn something. Somebody's going to come into, you know, your frame to help you. You're going to, you know, you're going to figure it out. You know, most of the people that, the great people that do something great don't, you know, they don't know how it's going to happen. You know, they do make a plan. They don't exactly know, you know, how it's going to unfold. But it does because they take that risk, you know. And, And so it's like you can't stay stuck if you want something greater. Love it. So you, um, I know we kind of talked about uh, you're kind of a trifecta. Um, you know, you, you teach, um, you give Reiki, excuse me, and you also um, are doing life coaching and you're also a fitness instructor. Uh, kind of, you know, what came first? What was kind of the first thing you started with um, as you kind of chose, okay, I'm not really happy where I am and I want to kind of, you know, get to the next level within my life. Which one did that did kind of come first, and then how did you kind of what was your plan of action to get to where you are right now with that? Um, good question. Um, well, I think um, they're all very close, but yeah, I think I really need to needed to um, change my energy level. So I think I started really exercising, and I started to add that in because um, where I was just was not where I wanted to be, and um, you know, just low energy level. Um, you know, I can feel you know whatever, the negative state, depression, that kind of, you know, feeling or whatever, those thoughts. And it just didn't want to be there. It just wasn't serving me. So I kind of moved into just, you know, taking different classes, you know, here and there or whatever. Um, and then I kind of found, um, kind of always followed, you know, like, um, uh, motivational type of stuff or any kind of transformational thinking, um, that kind of stuff. I just didn't dive in necessarily. Um, um, at that time, but eventually, like once I kind of became more, you know, fit and feeling better about myself and, and, uh, really appreciating, you know, my body, um, you know, I started to, once, I don't know. I mean, it just kind of, kind of went hand in hand. Like then I was just like, okay, you know, I really need to fix my mind here. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, these, these all tie into each other, uh, which is, I think why I ended up gravitating towards all of them and not really, um, you know, I kind of just decided, you know, it's going to be all because it is all. Um, but yeah, I ended up going into a coaching program that was really helpful. Um, I took some time with it just to really kind of set it in. Um, and it's, you know, all of it, I feel like it's still ongoing. I, you know, I still work out. I mean, I still, you know, uh, study, you know, different things and go back to some of the same teachings that I, I've learned and there's always new learning. Um, and then it was the spiritual stuff. I would say, um, the holistic side of it, uh, I was more, probably always more spiritual um, in the sense of, um, you know, the oneness and the connectedness and those kind of uh, thought processes um, and just really connected to nature and those kind of things. And I just kind of had uh, learned about Reiki uh, years ago and then just kind of came back around to it once, you know, these kind of things fell into place. So I guess it would be fitness and then coaching. And then, you know, finally it was... Um, you know, actually taking on the, um, the Reiki, right. um, specifically Reiki, but, um, but really it's energy, energy work. Um, I do, you know, just kind of slightly different things, uh, with that, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of all, all three and they kind of fell like on a, kind of a snowball one right after the right, other, right, right. you know, what but you um, say with the, with the coaching, um, uh-huh. 
when you decided that you wanted to be a life coach and life coach is very broad, obviously there's many different avenues you can go into. Um, when did you kind of feel like, okay, that's something not only do I want, but yes, I can be it and I deserve to be it. Because I think there's many people that say, okay, I want to obtain something, but no, maybe I'm not good enough or maybe I don't have enough experience or maybe, you know, I'm not at that level. Uh, what was it that kind of allowed you to say, okay, you know what, I can do this and I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to be okay. Well, um, yeah, that was a, that was a huge shift for me in, in the sense of, um, what I felt I could do, you know, that kind of self-worth of, of feeling that, you know, you are capable of doing that. Um, I think that's a huge shift. I, I don't know if I'm, you know, generalizing it, but, you know, for women coming out of a relationship, especially if they were kind of more support rather than really in their own, um, I think that sometimes that's a challenge uh, to, you know, get to that place of really finding yourself and owning it. Uh, but I had gotten a lot of support. Um, I still do uh, have a lot of support in, you know, in all three um, aspects, but, um, but really had a lot of support and uh, just realized that I had been doing it for years, like really, you know, talking to people and, and helping them, um, you know, think differently, shift their thinking, um, motivating them, you know, helping them really uh, kind of break some patterns. And I thought, you know, hey, I guess I have been doing this. And it just was one day where I realized, you know, I guess, you know, I could actually help people with this. And it was really the kind of a more of a call to service rather than, um, you know, because it had helped me so much. Right. So I, it was just really something that I thought, you know, this is something that so many people need, you know, if they're willing to go there, obviously. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what with coaching, I would say, got me to that. Right. So I think, um, I, I know you and I have talked about this, uh, and I, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think your, your goal is to kind of create, um, you know, your own business that, um, will flourish. And you had talked about it being a mind, body, and soul component that combines all, all three things that you really enjoy, which you said is, you know, doing the coaching, doing the Reiki and doing the fitness instruction. Um, kind of what is your next process or next plan to kind of move that forward. So, you know, you've had your, your support from, from other people that you've found. You've done different courses and instruction and education to get you to where you need to be. You've got some clients now and all of these things. Kind of what is the, the plan for that next step to continue to move forward so this becomes, um, you know, this full-time thing that you'd like to have? Yeah, so my next um, step here is just I've been really working on um, just building my website and, uh, providing content in there that's um, that's available for people, in, including the services that I would provide. So obviously coaching, uh, fitness consultation, and you know whether it's Reiki or spiritual counseling, um, you know any of those um, services that I would be able to provide, you know through obviously an online medium. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I've been working on. Um, I'm building the website kind of on my own, so um, it's. You know, it, that's another, you know, lovely challenge, but I'm learning, you know, how to do it. And it's, um, it's actually really, um, I don't know, I, I shifted my thinking from when, <laughs> when I first kind of came, with, you know, into it. And I was very frustrated with it, but I'm starting to understand and have different, you know, um, understanding of it, figured out, you know, a little bit of HTML, so a little, you know, coding and stuff. And it's kind of cool, um, you know, but it's always, you know, that, that place of shifting and being, open and allowing to learn something new and, and allowing yourself to, you know, and be patient, you know, with yourself with the process. So 
Yeah, you know, I think it's, uh, I was to say, I think it's always, um, you know, good to be a beginner at something. And I think a lot of people, you know, feel uncomfortable with that. You know, you've been doing something for so long, you're considered mm-hmm. somewhat of an expert in that area, but it's sometimes good to be a beginner because you start to learn new things. You start to use your brain differently, you know, potentially on what you're learning your body differently. Um, and that's good for you. And that actually, even though it can be frustrating in some ways, I know technology is not my thing either. Um, but you definitely, you grow as a person. And then once you've done it, you've accomplished something, which I think is a really great feeling. Right. It's so true. I mean, exactly. And I feel like every time you learn something, you know, you can turn around and share that, you know, whatever you've learned, you know, I mean, not to say that you can teach like an expert, but you can, you know, turn around and share that with somebody else. And that's, you know, I think one of the reasons what moved me into doing this as more of a profession, because I realized, you know, how many more people I can reach um, in service and helping. So, so yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, very cool. And, And obviously my my plan, I have a date, you know, set, setting up, you know, my website, um, you know, December is when I'll, I'll launch it. Um, I think I'm going for 1212. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah. So it would be, um, it would be, yeah, um, that's, that's my Excellent. next process. And I have, you know, I mean, and that's part of that whole, you know, setting up a plan. If you have a goal and, you know, you have a desire to be at a certain level, you know, you have to take those steps, you know, in between, like, what are you doing at each moment? What are you doing, you know, week to week? What are you doing, you know, within your day? I mean, you know, to, you know, plan it out and, and, you know, set it on your calendar so that you, you reach that goal. I mean, with I was going to say, I think, um, uh, one of the things that you also do really well is your time management. I think it's pretty impressive. Again, um, you know, when you are a divorced parent, you know, the parent, you know, one parent has the children for one time, one parent has it for the other time. Um, you know, and you, you are with your children a lot and you've still found time to work and work out and do all those things and not feel guilty. And I think that that's something, especially women have a hard time with of, you know, well, how can I work out when I want to give something else to my kids? Or how can I, you know, put myself first when my children have other things? How have you been able to, you know, prioritize your time and also, you know, your me time versus your parent time with your children? Mm, I'm so glad you brought that up because that is such a huge thing. Um, Really, I mean, the guilt, that word is such a big thing for women, I think, and, you know, moms, um, you know, to have that, to set that aside but really, it it, um, it made me realize how depleted um, and how much energy I was actually taking away from my family by not giving myself back that time. And so, you know, when I got to that um, realization that that serving myself and, and setting aside that time for myself and giving that to myself really energized me and allowed me to have more time and more energy um, you know, more ability to, to help them, to, you know, to be there, be present with them, to, you know, I don't know, juggle our schedule and all those things. Um, you know, it, it's helped me become more efficient and just a better, I think, a better parent um, than I was before. And I, you know, because I was just run ragged before. Right. <laughs> I'd be right. exhausted. And almost like I would look at my schedule or like look at the day and I was like, I didn't get crap done, you know. <laughs> but, um, you know, I would just, I would, you know, look at it like, what, what, what was I doing all day? And I'd be exhausted. And I didn't understand um, that you really do have to give back to yourself. And it's, it's really not just for you. It ends up being for everybody because obviously, you know, my mom is happy. Everybody's happy. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, it's just, it really is, you know, you put your oxygen mask on first and you can save everybody else, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. So it was that kind of shift in thinking and it really, it, it was more of a, um, 
the shift for me, like, you know, through that process um, of pushing myself to, you know, get fit and, you know, take your classes and, and, you know, pushing myself to go through the coaching program and pushing myself to, um, you know, get the training I needed um, to understand what Reiki, you know, really is and really, um, you know, get that set and understand that along with other, you know, spiritual and other holistic um, uh, modalities and, you know, and um, practices. It really, you know, just, I, it was like I, I couldn't not do it. I, I had to, I was compelled to like, you know, just move forward because the alternative was just not, not okay. <laughs> it was just, right. You know, I, I was just like, no, like that, I got to that point and, you know, people, when they make that shift, it's like they get to that point. It's like, you know, there is, I, I can't, you know, be in this place another moment. I can't stay in this, you know, this state. So, you know, it, it really was that shift of, you know, I have to do this. And I had to keep pushing and keep growing and keep learning and keep, you know, expanding. And, yeah, it, it, some of it's tough and some of it, you know, it's hard work. And some of it, you know, it just, you kind of accept that, you know. And it, it's such a, I don't know, just opening experience that it's, it really is, you know, it's difficult, challenging, but beautiful at the same time. Yeah. And I think what's neat too, I mean, um, you know, I see it in your kids and I think, you know, when you have created boundaries and you've said, you know, no, this is mom's time, you know, this is your time, this is family time, you know, they really, I've seen even with them, you know, they, they really respect it. Um, and they understand when it's their time, you know, when they want their, their private time or they want to work on things. And I think it will be good for them as they become older and they eventually become parents. So I think it's really neat, you know, having known you for a few years to even see it with your children, the understanding that they have that, you know, okay, we have time for every single thing and it's important to have me time, friend time, family time, all of that together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really is. I mean, and it's, um, it makes for that time being, you know, more of a, a quality experience. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, rather there's, you know, than just blowing through it as, you know, so many of us end up doing because we're just so, you know, we're just not there, you know, we're not present. And I think it's just, um, it is a, it's a great thing when, you know, the kids, sometimes they're reminding me, you know, so (laughs) it's really cool that they, they get it. And, um, you know, and it's still practice. It's not to say that, you know, any of this stuff, you know, it's not to say that, you know, we're perfect or whatever. I mean, but at the same time, you know, it's a constant process of, you know, learning and growing and, you know, sharing and, you know, it just, um, it's that cycle and you just, you know, you kind of keep on, um, you know, going through it. Right. I like, so I just, I'm going kind of, you know, uh, step by step here, um, which I think really helps people, um, you know, again, kind of being, you know, like an ordinary person, just like anyone else, you know, trying mm-hmm. to do extraordinary things, you know, you had mentioned, you know, your first step was kind of being grateful for what you have and, and writing in a journal is helpful. Um, and then you talked about, you know, um, uh, what else can you, what else do you want to learn? What else excites you, you know, seeking out other people and education to do so. Um, and then you talked about, you know, making a plan to do those things and executing them, uh, one at a time and continuing to be open and learning and sharing. And I think that's a really nice thing. And I definitely see you doing that over and over and over again. And it is a process. It's not always, okay, step one, two, three, four, five. It's sometimes, okay, repeat, repeat, repeat. And I think that's something people forget also that just because you do one step doesn't mean that it goes away. Sometimes you have to continuously do it and make it part of your day. It really is. It, it becomes, um, 
I mean, it becomes like your your habit, and if it's a good habit, fantastic because it's right. going to propel you forward. So yeah, I just think um, you know it really does. It's it's a repetitive, you know, not in the boring sense, but more of like a routine, and you you know you get it set and ingrained, and it becomes like you said a part of you, and mm-hmm. it's so important, um, you know, to have that that mindset. Right. Okay. I have a, uh, just a couple more questions to finish up. So I guess um, one of them is. Do you have any other advice on how people can push their excuses aside? Because I think that's what constantly comes up. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough space. I don't have, I have to do this job. I have to do that. You know, all these excuses. I mean, what's, what would you suggest if anything else people can do to push that aside? Yeah. So, um, oh, they're, they're, it, it really is like, it's a shift in thinking because you're always at, you know, a place of choice. And you can always, you know, no matter where you're at, because you look at, you know, all over the world where people are actually like in a situation where, okay, that looks like suffering. You know, they're imprisoned or they're, you know, their actual rights have been taken away or whatever it is. I mean, you know, or they have, you know, um, a terminal illness. I mean, everybody is always at a choice of how you can look at it. And it really is your attitude towards it of seeing whether you're a victim or whether you're going to empower yourself and pull yourself out of it and see right. it differently. And when you make that shift in thinking, that really is, you know, it's going to blow away your excuses because it really is a, you know, yeah, it's tough, but there's another way, you know, figure it out. You have to. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Just figure it out. <laughs> Just figure it out. You know, like set that intention that you're going to figure it out. And really, I mean, the people start coming to you. Somebody will t- start talking to you about, you know, a, a way out of it. And, you know, you just have to pay attention. You know, if you're wallowing in self-pity and, oh, woe is me, you're never going to see a solution. You're always going to see the problem. You're always going to see, you know, it from, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. That bottom end where you're never going to be able to, you know, see, you know, what's up. You know, what's up is you, know, you have everything at your disposal. You have all these options, all these opportunities. And, you know, there really is no time for excuse. You have to really come up with what your, you know, your true desires are. Like, what what do you really want out of life? And once you get to that point and you want that so badly, there's no, there's really no excuse. <laughs> like, right. the excuses just really, they start to fall away because, you know, they don't have a place in your plan anymore. I like that. That's good. So before uh, my last question, I know you should, you're in the process of building your website, but is there any social media site that people could follow you on, you know, Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or something that you'd like to give out? Um, well, you know, they could still reach me at, um, like, through my email for my website. So it's mel, M-E-L, at bewellwithmel.net. Excellent. And I will put that up on our show notes as well so they have that. Um, and then uh, I guess my final question is, you know, again, thinking about where you were, where you are now, where you want to go, again, ordinary to extraordinary, you know, what is kind of your right now, kind of your life mantra? Like if you had to say like, here's the one thing, here's my one thing about that I feel about life, what would that be? Hmm. I would say that, um, Life really is wonderful. 
I love it. That's so you too. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Keeping it on a positive note. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Mel. I really appreciate it. And, uh, I hope that our listeners can really see that, you know, we're all very similar and it's really just like you said, you know, changing your mindset and making a plan to do whatever it is that you want to do. Yeah, it really is. And thank you so much for having me. I had an awesome time. Excellent. We will chat soon. All right. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Please be sure to check out my website at emotiondancefit.com. That's E-M-O-T-I-O-N-D-A-N-C-E-F-I-T.com to see the show notes, including how to reach Mel. Don't forget to leave a comment and share this with your friends so they can realize all the extraordinary things they're capable of. If you want more inspired interviews like this, be sure to subscribe to this podcast over at iTunes at itunes.com slash ordinary people doing extraordinary things. And remember that each of us is capable of achieving anything we want in life. How will you choose to live?